0: And good evening to you, wherever you are, or good morning, but I'm not good afternoon. Never good afternoon. It's either good morning or good evening. The afternoons are bad. Not even a good day. Not even a good day, man. Well, good know? day to you, sir. Oh, I'm I'm insulted. I'm very much insulted right now. This is Heads and Tails podcast. We're gonna hear. We're gonna be here talking to our very special guest. Someone uh, you guys have never heard of. Mr. Warren Billups. Oh, yeah. wow! He's coming in. Yeah, he's coming in. He's. Uh, uh, neither of you will be able to see each other very well. Okay, but uh, you will both uh, really enjoy your own company.
1: I've heard he's very handsome.
0: I've heard that too, um, but I've also heard a lot of rumors and slander in my life. Oh, okay, and that's probably. Falls oh, into that category. The like
1: handsome in a bad way.
0: The handsome in a devastatingly <laughs> bad way. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh. It'll flip you genetically right there. Just, oh wow! Just, yeah. He
1: walks in the room, and
0: you're and you're done. Okay. You're done for. No, Warren, we're going to talk to you, my friend. It's all about yes. you. It's all about you. And apparently, about damn time, <laughs> you went gallivanting and carousing yes. or carousing through the country of Scotland recently, right? And we're going to talk to you about that and about your adventures, stuff that you've learned, and more importantly, and this is why I really want to do this show because mm. I knew you wouldn't ever invite me over to drink the stuff that you brought back. No. So this is a good way to force you mm. to allow me to drink some of your whiskeys that you bought. Great idea. Thanks <laughs> think so too. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty good. You tricked me. I got you. It worked. Call me Loki. God. I'm the trickster. <laughs> no, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be drinking a bunch of stuff from places I've never heard of, like. Scotland. I don't even know if that exists.
1: Well, so it's it's a country.
0: Okay, All in right. the continent of Europe.
1: Huh. Interesting. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. that's by uh, Australia. I, I at least sat on a plane for ten hours. I'm not sure if it took off. I might have just gotten on the plane. <laughs> you were
0: on Star Tours for ten hours. Right, exactly.
1: Hey, look, it's yeah. C3PO again. They turn the engines on. <laughs> cool. to Get the plane vibrating. Yeah, and then,
0: yeah. They just shake the rocket back and forth until you fall asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Uh that's pretty exciting man. Yeah. It was a great time. Somehow I tricked my wife into letting me go. Uh, right. I got her to think it was work. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: I was very jealous man. Uh you know I invited you. You did invite me. You're like, "Oh, we should do heads and tails from the road." I'm like, "Homie, mm. there's <laughs> even if I could afford it, I got a kid and then my wife yeah. would have to take 2 weeks off of work and it just it would never it would never work it would never happen but I would have loved to go it, honestly it I, I came feel... up as a surprise
1: because yeah. I was just up one late not sleeping like I normally do yeah. and I just happened to look at the Price of plane tickets to scotland and i must have <laughs> as caught, one does you know on right. ambien <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> waiting for it to kick in yeah um and it was just after whiskey month in the beginning of may okay and before the peak travel season kicked up yeah in, Ju- in the beginning of june mm-hmm. and so i got a round trip ticket for 500 bucks
0: damn boy yeah that's pretty good yeah that's and, a very excellent, day, and actually.
1: Yeah. I, I had just gone to Minnesota a couple of weeks before that and paid more than that just to get halfway across this stupid continent.
0: <laughs> well, you're buying travel time in bulk, I think, and that's really oh, what the deal okay. is. okay, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Okay. No, that's cool, man. You yeah. know what? Some people on Ambien, they buy Gucci slippers. You buy
1: plane tickets to Scotland. <laughs> right. You know, it happens. <laughs> yeah. And then I hostled it up, and so I got really cheap. I was only spending about 50 bucks a day. Oh, you went to hostels
0: and stuff. Yeah, okay. I only stayed in
1: a ho- an actual hotel room. Yeah, maybe three nights or something like that. All right, um, but yeah, hostel it up because I was spending all my money on on whiskey. Yeah, um, smart. But yeah, I would priorities. never have done
0: that. I would never want to do that. <laughs> I would be. I would rather be more comfortable than uh-huh. truck home whiskey.
1: Well, but. If you had gone then hotels would have been cheaper and more feasible.
0: No, stores. you would have been paying for me. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's how that works. Right. Well, I'm glad you didn't go then. <laughs> Good. See now the truth comes out.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. But I brought some of these things here for you to try. You know what? Which you also tricked me into doing. All is forgiven. <laughs> All is forgiven, Warren. No, I'm excited,
0: man. I think this will be a good show for everybody. We're going to talk a little bit about Scotland in general. We've we've focused more on American versions of spirits, but it's good to branch out a little bit, and especially since we're still a new show, relatively speaking, it's hard to make those connections to talk to these Scotland distilleries so we can figure out just kind of what's going on, the differences between American uh, spirits and... You know, Scottish spirits, Scotch whiskey, whatever. Um, I did
1: go to one gin distillery. Okay. uh, That was actually kind of like in a a shed behind a whiskey distillery. Sure. That does not surprise me. Oh, yeah. We make gin in the shed out back if you want to go try that too. (laughs) Yeah. There's a Gorlack outside. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. All single malt distilleries is what I went to. I went to 24 different ones in. 13 days. That's a lot. 13 or 14 days something like that. And you drove like you yes, responsibly. Okay, of course. Of <laughs> yeah, course. How, as one does. How do you do that? Because we, on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, on purpose though this time. <laughs> oh right. I yeah. did, it's correct when I do it over there. Right.
0: You yeah. should just move there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz we've talked about doing the Bourbon Trail for a while. A couple mm-hmm. times, th- you know, not not seriously, but just, right. you know, talking about it, tuning around. Mm-hmm. And the hard part would be traveling from distillery to distillery because you want to try all the things, yeah. So how do you how do you make that selection, especially in a place where you can't really get it in the in the states? Because you do have a lot of distillery
1: only yes, spirits, and right. you think
0: so. How do you figure that out?
1: Well, a lot of places do what they call drivers' drams, and so they give you these little to go bottles. That's why I have so many of these small little bottles.
0: Okay, um, it's and- about like four inches tall.
1: Oh, no. wow. Look, I'm a, that's what you tell Taren. These give, are only about like I'm
0: a giving two four inches. Inch, yeah, yeah, they're about okay. Yeah, let's call. Um, it, can we call it three? <laughs> sure, we'll round up to three. <laughs>
1: All right, thank you. Um, it makes me yeah, feel better. Yeah, they give better. you the bottles themselves are maybe like two ounces. Okay. or so. All right. And uh, if you let them know you're driving, they'll just give you your stuff to go. ninety ninety five 95% of the time. So
0: they would give you this bottle, and you could, like, sip it there and just sample it or whatever, and then you can be like, hey, I got a split, and they give you a to-go.
1: There was only one place that was super strict on that even, and it was just like, nope, you can't open them here. Here are your things to go, Mm -hmm. and that way we can pretend that you're leaving completely sober. Most of the places places would even just give you the glass with your normal serving in it. And then you could do whatever you wanted because they weren't necessarily paying attention to you, yeah, and then you just take the rest to go huh. um, so i I That's typically cool. would just nose them, take a little sip, especially if I was interested in potentially buying a bottle, yeah, and then put the rest in the to go uh, bottles and and try them later
0: and you're paying you're paying for the samples, I would imagine
1: yes, typically okay. yeah, the samples are uh, combined with a tour um, typically, Oh, okay. there were a few places that actually had. Uh, whiskey bars that you could just walk up and and buy various uh, drams of whatever
0: okay in case you didn't want to do the tour or you've already done it or exactly whatever the reason yeah Um, how much was a tour uh i'm sure it varies it did
1: vary and and many and most distilleries actually had a couple different tiers of tour um not to say that the 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 trip around the distillery changed although sometimes it did yeah um what what the tiers were, were kind of deciding how good a whiskey or, or how special of a whiskey you were going to get at the sampling time at the end of the tour.
0: The tour determined the special The, the cost type, of the tour. The cost of
1: the tour. Okay. So you pay more and you get the older whiskeys okay. uh, at the end of the tour.
0: That kind of sounds like a scam, I'm going to be honest. But, well, but you I, pay I, more I, for those I, But bottles. I get it at the same time. Yeah, it, <laughs> it makes sense. But on the surface, it sounds kind of dirty. It sounds kind of greasy. Mm. I don't know why. I okay. have no idea why.
1: Well, just luckily, because. luckily, I was I was uh, treated quite a few times to not having to pay for Ooh. for the things. How did you do that? Uh, benefit of being in the industry. Oh, in big air quotes. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, right. Okay. So, what did you do? Did you contact these dealers beforehand, or did you just jump yes. in
1: the car and hit the road? Uh, I don't think I surprised anybody impromptu. Um, I, I at a minimum sent an email beforehand. Yeah. Um, some people I actually talked to on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of fun. Um, I heard before going over there that my layover in uh, Amsterdam, uh, people told me that I was going to have an easier time understanding people in Amsterdam than I was in Scotland. Okay. Because of the accent. Right. And there was only about two people that I met in person in Scotland where after asking them to repeat themselves twice, I still didn't know what they said. <laughs> um, but on the phone, Fair. it was even harder. Okay. Uh, and, and a fun thing that I noticed, it seemed even uniform with the, the both males and females of the people that I talked to. Yeah. They No matter how, what kind of tone or cadence that they talked in normal conversation, everyone ended their conversation before hanging up on the phone with, they, they went up in pitch and were like, Thanks, bye. Thanks, bye, bye. <laughs> bye. Yeah,
0: that's, you know, I, I noticed that I watch a lot of like, BBC shows, mm-hmm. and I noticed that a lot of the, the friendlier people, they go, okay, bye, 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 <laughs> and It's like, you, you're just saying bye to each other for mm-hmm. an hour. Bye, yeah. bye, 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 bye. Echo, echo. So I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. Okay, yeah. bye, bye.
1: Yeah, but it was harder to understand them, but anyway, very nice uh, people all around. I didn't meet, I don't think I met one asshole the entire time. Okay. Um, I was, so
0: no mirrors. There were no mirrors to look at. Well, you
1: know. I mean, I already met myself. Yeah, that's That kind of brought mm-hmm. me to the but party. But do you know yourself? <laughs> no. Well, that's good to hear
0: because uh, everyone, well, not everyone, but I think a lot of people in America, it, we hear that about going to Europe. It's like, well, mm-hmm. don't tell people that you're American because nobody likes Americans. Yeah. Which I always, I never understood because then you could be the American that people like. So then tell Mm -hmm. people you're from America so they can change their mind, but maybe it's not worth a punch in the eye.
1: You weren't talking about me being the American people would like, you just meant you in in general. Yeah, you, the royal you. Yes. Right, right, right. Um, It was interesting when people found out I was American, which they kept telling me I had a hard accent to place, which I thought was really interesting.
0: Yeah, Um, I guess you do have sort of, I don't want to call it a speech impediment, but you do have mm. a, a cadence
1: that's unique. Yeah. Sure. One person instantly put me on Californian, which I was very surprised by. Wow. Um, yeah. Look at you. Uh, pigeonholed already. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know me, but yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, hey, mate. They, they, everyone, or I shouldn't say everybody, quite often people would uh, respond after finding out I was American with, I don't want to talk politics. <laughs> As if you and and you know anybody
0: who's ever seen a photo of you, you're you, you would never be the person that anybody would gravitate towards to speak politics. Yeah, you just don't look like a pol a political guy. And whatever that means,
1: even no matter we you if, don't have a vest on, yeah, and, and wingtip shoes with high water like slacks. Yeah. I wasn't carrying a sign either. That's, or, that's true. Yeah. yeah, and no matter what the conversation was before or how long, once the American thing came up oh, I don't want to talk politics. Well, I don't either, <laughs> Yeah. but thanks. And then eventually I'm like, wait, are they trying to say something? You should have like just
0: gotten up, got up and left. Well, oh. frankly, sir, I'm offended and appalled. <laughs> and you should have put your monocle on and yeah. spun around on your heel and left.
1: Yeah. My my theory <laughs> is, is that that's them making a comment about American politics. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, for and sure. And ending right? the conversation. Yeah. Like getting their jive of, like, we don't approve and we don't want to talk about I it. I want to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's but, weird. But, yeah. Everyone else was nice, okay, well that 's good,
0: yeah, so of all the distillers now we 're not obviously going to talk about a lot of all, or right. all of them because you went to twenty four yeah and we don 't have that many uh, whiskies here in no. front of us, so there 's no point in talking about them, but uh, let 's m- maybe mention some so, of like the big houses maybe you went to that you were impressed with, and yeah. maybe some of the smaller ones that. Maybe our listeners haven't heard of yet that you would recommend yeah. beyond the stuff that we have here, and then we'll get into the the These spirits here. Ones? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so I took uh, I put seventeen hundred miles on my rental car. Damn, dude. Yeah, gas is so much over there. Really? Oh man! What is it? It was like eight dollars, eight U.S. dollars a gallon. Whoa! Yeah. Holy sh! Yeah. And I had a little French uh, coupe or hatchback car yeah. that had no power. Okay. i like just floor it in order to get up to speed of any kind yeah. compared to a U.S. car. Yeah, so you're sucking down gallons. But I was grateful I still got 45 miles to the gallon okay. in that thing. It just took an hour to get up to freeway speed. Sure, you haven't left um, the parking lot yet. You're like, <laughs> right.
0: sir, you were closed. <laughs> Oi,
1: mate, yeah. we're closed. I'm in second gear. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be gone soon. Can <laughs> you, you boys give me a push? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, drove all around the Highlands, uh, went to the Isle of Skye, mm-hmm. and um, Went to both. There's now two distilleries on the Isle of Skye. Everyone knows Talisker. Hmm. Uh, but there's a distillery that's been, I believe, producing spirit for about two years Okay, um, called Tourbeg. And they're very nice people. Um, they're offering tours so you can see the facility, but they don't have any spirit available yet. Um, because in Scotland, in order for it to be called whiskey, it has to be aged for three years and one day, I believe.
0: Ooh. Isn't it over here 18 months? Or or is that? There's there's
1: actually no uh, age limit or age requirement to be called whiskey here. It just has to. There's only one type of whiskey Uh that doesn't have to touch new oak. Okay. It doesn't say how long. You could literally just put the spirit into the barrel and pull it back out.
0: And you can still call call it whiskey. whiskey. Really? I swear to God, I thought there was an age limit on Mm -mm. it
1: not there's no age there are terms not like straight limited, but right like if you want to call it straight whiskey yeah that has an age limit on oh okay it. okay uh, what is that uh two years i believe okay two
0: years well so the scotch really are just trying to go longer
1: yeah well i mean they do they've been doing it for longer that's too bad um so, yeah, so Tourbeg was a really cool distillery. Um, it was actually built out of the, the remnants of an old castle. Apparently they oh, recycle historic buildings over there. Well, why wouldn't you do that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they just be like, well, no one's using that building over there, so we'll just take the stones and make this new building over here. I love that, um, actually. Yeah. Um, and so uh, they're making some really good stuff. Um, I got to try the, the new make is what they call the white spirit that comes right out of the still. New make. New make. Okay. Yep. Um, and let's see. Um, I went all the way up uh, the to the top of Scotland and went to a, a relatively new distillery called Wolfburn. Mm-hmm. They're making some good stuff up there. Um, and uh, I've seen them a little bit. They're fairly hard to come by. Okay. Um,
0: seen here, them here out in the States? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolfburn. Um
1: oh. And let's see. Um went to Oban everyone knows Oban
0: Yeah I've seen um, Oban. That's that seemed like pretty easy stuff to get maybe not yeah. obviously their entire line but you know one or two stuff Right, you can yeah, pretty yeah. much find it in your better liquor store Yeah
1: Their uh, distillery only bottle was very good Yeah and I um I, I bought it but it was just after I had found out that I had gotten that I had too much whiskey <laughs> okay. to ship back. Right. So I was very worried about not getting that one in. But luckily, because apparently the rule is you're not allowed to fly with more than five liters of liquor yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. In w- per person, that's the limit. But I just checked two bags and then got back eight liters, so everything worked <laughs> everything out worked
0: fine. out. Yeah. Were you a little nervous with that much spirit, like at these uh, hostels and stuff? You know, weren't gonna get like uh, have some stick up boy come and shove a knife in your face?
1: And well, so I left that in the car. Okay. So uh, I had my I just left it in the trunk of the car. and yeah. Didn't have any problems with no. that. That's good. Um, but yeah, I was more worried about the TSA and customs people taking it coming back here but yeah,
0: that would have it been all made it back yeah you'd um, have been on one of those borders and border and customs shows
1: <laughs> i did uh i declared a fairly large dollar amount which did account for a, a good chunk of what uh-huh, i paid. uh-huh <laughs> and the customs agent's eyes got real big yeah and he was like how much whiskey does that buy and i was like not as much as you would think and he yeah. stamped me and said, have a good day. Weird. You dodged
0: pushed, the question. Yeah, right, exactly. That's so weird. A non-answer. Yeah. And I got through. All right.
1: Um, God bless, Warren. Yeah. And then after Oban, went down to uh, the fifth and smallest region of, uh, whiskey region of Scotland mm. that only has three distilleries um, called Campbelltown. Okay. And I did make it to all three of those. Nice. Uh, we're actually going to try two of them
0: Oh, today. great. Okay. Wonderful. Um, Wonderful.
1: And then, let's see, went to Accentoshin, which is one of the... Only distilleries that in Scotland that actually does triple distilled whiskey,
0: and it's it, probably one of the only ones that I've had from this list. Oh, I really? had Akintosh and yeah, okay, uh, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah it's they're really doing some really
1: interesting things with both double distillation, triple distillation, and different barrel and oak types. Um, okay, yeah, um, let's see, and then. You have McAllen on the list. I do have McAllen. But you said I
0: you guess. didn't spend a lot of time there. No. I uh, would think that, that I mean, it, of, of this list, for me, that would be, of, of the places that I know, like you have Glenn Fittick and all that kind of stuff, Glenn Farkless, who everyone's yeah. heard about, and Glenn Levitt, all the Glens. Right? Yeah. Um, but McAllen's McAllen. I mean, how do you how do you not spend a whole <laughs> bunch of time there? Well, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. It's
1: like the Disneyland of Scotch. See, I love it already. Um. And they do have a very nice uh, whiskey bar that overlooks the big window that looks at, goes into their spaceship of a distillery. Okay, sure. Um, but uh, the tours are... Well, for me, as someone who is wanting a kind of behind-the-scenes, I like, get to talk to somebody actually on production and whatever. Yeah. They don't do that there. Ooh. And so it's I very top it secret. Okay, yeah. I understand. Um, and so it was just like, I went, got on the tour... I had a couple of extra things um, mm-hmm. that were there at the whiskey bar, but yeah, um, that was it. They I couldn't... did see, gosh, they had this pricing was per ounce. I saw two drams, two ounce, or bo- uh, samples. Yeah, over five thousand dollars
0: <laughs> a piece <laughs> of what for two ounces. <laughs> of whiskey- no, each ounce. Yeah, each It was two whiskies. Okay, each per ounce. ounce was
1: over $5,000. Of what? But like what
0: vintage? I mean, 1800s? I can't I can't imagine <laughs> that anything from the last century would be worth 5 grand an ounce. I think. But apparently people pay it because if they didn't it wouldn't be on the menu.
1: Right, exactly. people were buying it at 4, so they upped it to 5,000. I don't know. Blessed. I think I can't speak for both of them, but I think one was something like a 75-year.
0: Dude, look, um. I like McAllen. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I've, I've been to McAllen Tasting before where mm-hmm. they, uh, uh, you know, we had eight or whatever, yeah. you know, whiskeys, versions of whatever. Um, but I would not, nothing, wa- I would never pay that much money to drink a thing. Actually, I I I have your photo I think I right here. You a picture of it, yeah. yeah, the McAllen fifty-two-year-old okay. um, was uh, forty-eight hundred pounds.
1: Right. So converted, that's actually probably closer to six thousand US.
0: The McAllen 72, oh, seventy-two. In the Genesis Decanter was fifty-eight hundred pounds. Yeah. That is uh, seven grand. <laughs> that is. <laughs> I'm nope. sure they tasted great. I'm sure they were fine, yeah. man. I mean,
1: I had a bottle all to myself that afternoon. God. Um, but uh, I, I, I'm a huge Glenn Farkless fan. That's actually yeah. the distillery that got me into scotch. That was my first uh, scotch that ev- the, everything clicked, and I really enjoyed. Had a great yeah. time there. Um, That's good. Did you tell guide, that? I did. That the tour good. guide there was actually the daughter of a maltster. There's a lot of like industry. You can say intermingling. Inter- inbreeding, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got a couple tours from uh, both current and former Coopers. Oh, wow. So That's that cool. That's a pretty cool experience. Awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. I think um, out of all of the ones that I hadn't heard of before and also not sure how easy it is to come by, Yeah, uh, this distillery was new to me called Ball Blair. And Ball they're actually, Blair. They're actually about an hour north of Inverness. Right. And out in the middle of this, I went down a one lane Scottish country road for about 10 minutes, oh, 10, 15 minutes. That would freak I'm me in out. in the middle man. of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, well, the map says there's a distillery out here. We'll, we'll yeah. see. Um, and in then a, in a thousand
0: years, someone's going to cut my body out of <laughs> right. the peat and exactly. smoke me and I'm going to wind up smoking some malt somewhere. I'll make a great whiskey. Yeah, And some idiot's going to be drinking <laughs> my essence.
1: Yeah. Um, and somehow the GPS did get me close because I could, on the over the next hill, yeah. see the stack, the steam stack from the distillery. <laughs> God, okay. And so it's like, okay, well, I'm not on the right road, but at least I can see where I need to go. Yeah. So I was l- a little late for that tour. But um, that distillery makes some fantastic whiskey that we'll get to try, actually. Ball Blair. Yeah.
0: Okay. Right oh, good. You got some. Yeah. Well, let's start drinking, dude, because yeah. uh, now I'm thirsty. Yes. Now that I've heard about your travels. Yeah. So And let's see if you went anywhere good.
1: <laughs> we're about to find out. Yeah, we're about to find out. Um, what are it, we drinking first here? So the first, this is actually some new make okay. from a distillery that's down in the uh, Glasgow area. And so I'm apologizing in advance for however much I'm butchering all of the the Gaelic and, and Scottish names that yeah. we we're going to be saying. But okay. just so you know, it would have been worse before I went to Scotland. <laughs> that's probably true. I learned true. quite a few things.
0: All right. So do me a favor. New make. Now, yes. is there... Some sort of age limit or something, or it's just this is off the still f- and then it's right to you, what what this would be a Scotch whiskey if you put it in a barrel and aged it, I Correct. guess? Correct. Okay.
1: Yeah. So with this particular one, um, they proof it down to uh, the typical uh, barrel proof, barrel entry proof in Scotland, which is 63.5%. Uh, okay. Um, it, the typical uh, new make clear spirit that comes out of the spirit still uh, the hearts that they collect are around 69 70 ish percent yeah um and so they do proof it down a little bit before it goes into a barrel typically unless they're going to be aging it with the intent of making it a 50 year or something like that but to okay. get to the the 20s yeah they'll typically put put the new make in at this alcohol concentration
0: Okay. It does have that like fresh off the still aroma and I don't mm-hmm. know what that is. Maybe it's like a heads and tails thing and that just kind of edges uh, ages out in the barrel, but it's like I I almost describe it as um sort of butterscotchy, but not in the way that you would think about as a mm-hmm. beer, right? Okay. It, but it's it's smooth, maybe a little buttery. Mm-hmm. Um And this is that that's what I get. And it's it's not entirely unpleasant, but it's it's not something that, you know, is going to you know, it's not going to be in the final product. It's for me, it's very much a a marker of this is new spirit. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: And this is I I think we didn't mention it, but this is a new make from Clyde. Or I said they're Clydeside in Glasgow. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so this is a very picturesque distillery right on the river. The still house is actually three walls or windows, and it looks at the setting sun over the river. But, wow! Um, <laughs> but the the butterscotch flavors, I think, probably it burns comes from <laughs> it, it. It burns so good, it hits the back of the throat. And yeah, you it want burned. to be gentle with this. Um,
0: oh Jesus! That they... actually, that's got yeah, has me like now. I'm having like acid reflux. <laughs> oh, it but broke you. Yeah, it's getting me good, man. But I'll tell you what. What the the taste that I had bubble gum strawberries
1: yeah i can definitely see the strawberries
0: and it's really good mm-hmm. this the is really good the
1: that are in the new mix
0: it's beautiful and now in the in the back end it's um now that my saliva <laughs> not to turn anybody on but uh, i i'm very salivic right mm, now hoist. um it's uh th- you can kind of get that that grain mm-hmm. um yeah. malt kind of thing i've We've had some of this kind of stuff on the show before, you know, just on distillery tours and talking about some other stuff. Um, I've never had anything like this. This is 100% a unique thing.
1: Yes. And so that's great. That's one thing, like, because I've gotten to go to a few Tennessee whiskey distilleries and and other craft distilleries on the West Coast. I haven't had new make that's tasted like what I tasted like in Scotland over here anywhere. No, this is great. I do attribute, like, some of the butterscotch and, like, the fruity and, and strawberry esters because they're cranking out uh, wow. short fermentations. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Compared to what I've seen done over here. Um,
0: yeah, because we've talked to people about, you know, you you want to crank it out, you don't want to crank it out. Because mm-hmm. all that stuff will come through. And, you know, there's people on either side of the fence right. with that. And both are making good spirit. Mm-hmm. So I guess how do you how do you figure out what you would want to do? I don't know, trial and error, I guess.
1: Right. And and so quite a few people the the range typically was anywhere from 2 days. Yeah. to up to about 5. Wow. 5 to 6 I think was the longest that I saw over there. From when they started fermentation to when it went into the still. Yeah. Um and I think these guys are right in the middle. And and it, it you could definitely taste a difference in it. I think that I could because um, most people used about one of three different yeasts, and so the big variation was temperature or starting temperature because nobody had temperature control over there, pretty much. Okay, so they just pitched at a certain temperature, and whatever it got up to, it got up to. Huh. Um, and uh, the amount of time they wait to let the yeast either clean up or not clean up after itself before going into the still and getting...
0: Depending on still. whatever they're making.
1: Well, they're all... Most people are just making the same recipe over and over and over and over. Unless uh, there's no changing.
0: variation of it or anything? They're just um, kind of...
1: Unless they're d- switching between peated or not peated. Okay. There are a few distilleries that did both, um, but typically the fermentation profile and yeast character... It's just all going to be the same.
0: Because the that's their, yeah. I guess, marker, maybe?
1: Their kind of house flavor? It, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and they don't necessarily put a huge priority... On that, there the actually the one distillery that talked to me the most about it was uh, leash Okay, um, and they actually uh, do they monitor a bunch of different things and do a mixed fermentation because they actually get lactic acid in their fermentation and they actually hmm. monitor that and get a fairly high concentration of it. Um, wow, what does yeah. that do in the final product? They they kind of attribute that to helping with their. Uh, quote waxy mouthfeel. Okay, and it's a little. It's Sounds very great. interesting, like because it's not taily, very heavy, oily, but like you get some of those oily characters without the heavy body to it. Um, okay, and so that's part of what they attribute that to. They also actually agitate their faints tank, which is uh in Scotland they collect the heads and tails together. Then And then that gets blended, and then they recharge the spirit still with the, the next um, Low Wines uh, fresh batch. In, at Klein Leash, they actually have agitators, and so it's stirring up what would naturally settle out in the faints tank, all those oils and everything that would naturally settle out. Mm-hmm. They're stirring it up gently, and so they get a little bit of extra... Uh, tails and and those heavy oils, okay, in their spirit charge huh. to then also give them the character. I think we're going to be trying one of theirs next segment.
0: Okay, uh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, that was cool. Uh, yeah. I really like. That's a good so that's, thing to start out with.
1: That's where uh, whiskey starts.
0: Okay. And um, then uh, what do we have here in our glass next?
1: What's next. Oh, I lied. Next is the Klein Leash.
0: <laughs> um, uh, yeah, because you know, uh, waxy. It doesn't really mean a whole lot until you smell it, and then I'm like, yeah, it's. It's almost like there's a, a lot of aromas that are shut down. It's almost like there's a barrier between, uh, between your nose and some of the aromas where uh-huh. you know there's, there's something else in that glass, mm-hmm. or you should be smelling something, but you're not getting everything, and, and, and maybe that's the waxy or earthy, uh, almost dirt-like, uh, mm-hmm. topsoil kind of thing okay. in the aroma for me.
1: Yeah. It's def- it definitely does open up more in the flavor than in the aroma. Um, what is this? This is the distillery-only uh, edition of okay. uh, Klein Leash. And uh, it's a distillery that's right on the coast, uh, east coast of northern Scotland. Um, and it's really cool. They, The whole side of the still uh, house is the glass kind of garage doors. And so that way they can kind of keep the temperature consistent oh, there you go. Uh, throughout the year as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, because... The temperature of the room is going to affect how the stills uh produce whiskey because it's going to affect how much condensation is actually happening on the inside of the still on the copper right okay Um, and so uh yeah the guys there uh kevin the the distillery manager um and ali the the woman who was my tour guide officially (laughs) even though she the tour was her walking me from the tasting room and we talked a little bit in the stairway she found out that I was a distiller, and she's like, "Oh, well, I know right where to take you." And she walked me right into the distillery like control center. Oh, jeez! Like, with the, the two guy, the two guys running the computers and everything, yeah. and Kevin, the distillery manager, is like, "Hey, this guy wants to talk to you guys instead of having me <laughs> tell him about all this stuff."
0: Man, that's my kind of tour guide. <laughs> yeah, I would. Lo- I would be that tour guide. Yeah. Oh, I can put you off to someone else. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Right. I get fifteen minute break now.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so yeah, it was Kevin was very gracious with his time, walked me around. He actually opened up the faints receiver and so like let me put my finger in and scoop out some of the that sludge that gets agitated cuz okay. it actually builds up on the walls of the tank. Oh gross. And so yeah, it basically looks like oil. What did like. it taste like? I wasn't oil? brave enough to try it. Really? Yeah. Oh Warren, <laughs> come on. It yeah.
0: Um I got to say I don't I'm not a big fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what it is. It, I'm almost getting like a bay leaf kind of leaf. that kind okay. of ag- aggressive sort of vegetal earthy thing in in the waxy notes. Maybe that's what that is. But
1: yeah, they um, they typically uh, have a bottle bitter that you can get over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but to me, the, the, there's a lot of malt sweetness that comes through in that. And they kind of balance mm-hmm. each other out to me, and you get like some interesting floral, um, sweet, uh, malt notes that I really enjoy in this.
0: Yeah, um, I, I get all that, but it's just it's that bitter up front to me that would kind of turn me off. On, okay. it. and maybe it's different if we had a little water to open up with. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Yeah, it's not my favorite.
1: They, you can find uh, they do a fourteen year that you can get over here in the states. Okay, um, for one million dollars, it's fairly affordable. Like it's mi- solid mid shelf pricing. Okay, like in the 50, ra- 50 range. Um, but they're they're very uh, most of their is actually used in Johnny Walker blends, and so uh, oh, they're okay. actually referred to by name. And I think it's Johnny Walker Gold. Um, they're one of four distilleries that are in that blend, and and if you after tasting this, when had Johnny Walker Gold, you could instantly pick it you out. pick it out. Yeah. Okay, um,
0: I've never heard of Johnny Walker Gold. I've heard of Johnny Walker Blue, Black. Oh, yeah. I had blue. I've, I've, I've had the first time I've I've never had it before. Okay, and my friend gave it to me. Mm. Not you. You have one of those. Yeah, but someone okay. else huh. okay. that actually shared. No, you um, didn't have it at all. Did you? and I was like, I, wow, I could see why people. Love this spirit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd it's just, a nice
1: blended whiskey.
0: Because I, it, it, my, my problem with whiskeys and stuff, especially the 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 bigger brands, you kind of think everything's marketing, mm-hmm. and you kind of think, oh, it has a high price because <laughs> right. oh, it's B- Johnny Walker Blue. Who right. cares? But it's very good. <laughs> yeah, and that's an understatement. It's very very good.
1: Yeah, I did. It, I did come to appreciate the art of good blenders because like getting to go and taste so many of the individual distilleries like single malts yeah there are a couple that are just nailing it (laughs) on their own yeah but you can definitely be like you can definitely taste them and be like well this is fine on its own but you you at you start blending them with other distilleries things and you can make some really beautiful things that it's just like well sure it didn't come from one distillery but doesn't make it not good or not worth selling
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah sure absolutely
1: um um, all right, well, what's yeah. next, uh, my friend? I think next we have uh, Ball Blair. The, Ball Blair. The, my favorite new distillery. All right. Um, what are we drinking? The first is their 12-year, and uh, I got to talk with John, the distillery manager there, and he, I think, had just celebrated his 13th year at Ball Blair. Okay, wow. And so this is the first whiskey that has come out that he has gotten to make and and say this is entirely my whiskey as oh, the wow. distillery manager. Jeez.
0: Um Wow, this is very much a Werther's original. In the
1: nose. <laughs> very car yeah. Carmel-, carmel
0: yeah, caramelly butter butterscotchy. Uh, yeah. Um which I think Werther's originals are butterscotchy. I have no I think idea. So. Um yeah. but it is on the caramely side. So it's not offensive. It definitely works with whatever's going on in here, the malt sweet, the whatever. But that aroma is so confectionary, Mm -hmm. um, it's very
1: pleasant. And so one thing that I attribute that to is the fact that this is 100% bourbon barrel aged. So for all 12 years, it's all bourbon barrels. That's one thing I learned that a lot of distilleries uh, won't do the same uh, blending Mm. Across all of its different age statements, so how do you mean? Like this, the twelve that we have right now is a hundred percent bourbon barrel aged. The eighteen that we're going to have spent fifteen and a half years in bourbon, but then spent the last two and a half in sherry. Mm. And and with the bourbon, the more bourbon whiskey that go or bourbon barrel aged whiskey that goes into your final product, the more caramel notes and then the sweeter it was to me the sherry definitely does a bit of a has a bit of a drying effect okay uh, and more kind of like raisiny whiny grapey character to it right
0: right right I like this a lot I really like this it's very I feel like a broken record sometimes because I have like five reactions in the world but it's very unique it's not Mm -hmm. it's not like what you would consider scotch I don't know why I I get this feeling it's Mm -hmm. there's a little bubble gummy yeah, um, but that that caramel butterscotch, you know stuff. I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. But it's this is very good. This is yeah, and I and can see why this would be your favorite. It's uh, complex but thin, not too not super hot, and the complexity is different than some of the other stuff you get.
1: It is, and and this isn't a peated whiskey, and um, so to me, you do get a lot of those sweet flavors up front, but it dries out. The, to me, those sweet flavors don't necessarily linger into the finish. Yeah, and you get more of like more of just a grassy, dry grain. Finish
0: grassy for sure. Yeah, just finishing it off right now. Definitely grassy, and whenever I taste that flavor, uh, it, an image pops into my head of a place I've never been: the high, <laughs> pla- the high plains. With just like a field of grass, just blowing in the wind. Uh-huh. Like imagine a scene from Dances with Wolves or something <laughs> okay, like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without yeah. the without the uh, the bloodshed and the uh, you know Holocaust yeah. or whatever that happened there. But um,
1: well, if you imagine that with a few cows, yeah, that's what was Right next that's door what, to the distillery,
0: that's what it tastes like. It, <laughs> and you I, can see the ocean that green, that green, sort of grassy, where grass mm-hmm. sort of just turned like the high grass, mm-hmm. where it's sort of turning brown. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's what I imagine. I don't okay. know if that's what
1: it was m- still very green there.
0: Okay, there. well, see, but, there you go. But very,
1: lots of fields.
0: Look at that. You brought the passion, yeah, you you put the passion it. over. Yeah, I did it. And now we're trying the 18. This is the
1: 18. So, this is my favorite uh, expression, as they say. Oh,
0: jeez. I love yeah. that, I love that expression, yeah. Uh, Why was this your
1: favorite? Uh, I, turns out I like a, quite a bit of sherry, um, aged whiskey. Well, sure. Oh, right.
0: Yeah. And um, your top hat and your monocle, yeah, you love you know, sherry. Right.
1: Um, as opposed to 100% bourbon or, or majority of bourbon. Um, and so this was one of their m- more sherry influenced casks. And so I'm, it's going to be similar.
0: I myself have never had sherry, so I don't know. Mm. But what I do know about it, it's. It sort of has those kind of browner, oxidative flavors, but it's not from oxidation. It's from, like, acetic acid. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can get that out of there. Yeah. Out of this flavor, right? You know what I mean? Like, that kind of... I guess brown is the only way I can really describe it, because I'm a dummy.
1: It it is kind of like a... a Typically, a pale, oxidized, fortified wine yeah. is kind of
0: what sherry is. Well, it's not supposed. To, from what I understand, it's not. It's not actually oxidized, but it's the oxidative. It, it, the just from the barrel with the acetaldehyde, acetaldehyde or acetic acid. I think it's acetic acid mm-hmm. um, in the barrel produces a flavor that is similar to those flavors of oxidation. But mm-hmm. a, a real sherry isn't actually oxidized at all. Oh, okay. Um, but again i don't know much about it so i could be totally wrong okay um but that's my understanding so there's those flavors but it's still it doesn't taste oxidized because they're still bright all the flavors are bright in there the malt is 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 a brighter malt and i would think right. an oxidation would kind of slam that down a little
1: bit mm. well but it's so oh, you're going to get oxidation in a spirit that's 18 years old yeah so. but
0: but you know what i mean like detrimental oxidation right like bad, the bad kind
1: yeah i don't they're not too worried about
0: that they don't give it. they really like, don't they don't care
1: i got to see them uh at, at glenfiddich i got to see them dumping barrels for their solera project and uh they just literally had a a trench cut in the barrel warehouse floor and they would Pull the bung out, roll the barrel over, and just let it glug, 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 <laughs> down into the trench. Really? And then they pumped it into the, the vat that they, were, How does that, that they were going into. Did you it's ask them? I mean, I guess it's fine. They've been doing it for a while.
0: Right. Are they going to be like, oh. I think it's, maybe it's one <laughs> Thanks, of those American. things. Yeah, we're like, uh, right. Well, look at the American coming <laughs> yeah. over, knowing what's going on. I wonder if it's, they've been doing it, like you said, for a quote-unquote while. Yeah. Changing it because it might not be best practice doesn't mean that's going to make the best spirit.
1: It'll be different, and so right. it'll be. Are different. they willing to change the product? Yeah, like, I don't know.
0: you know. I like that. I, you know, I aside from the new make, that was my favorite.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I really like oh, yeah. that. Yeah, I could definitely see why you would be attracted to something like that.
1: Yeah, um, that was.
0: You have three fruit flies on that bottle of new make right
1: now. They're they're loving it, man. (laughs) Um, I think that was actually the bottle that I spent the most money I've ever spent on a bottle of whiskey. How
0: much was it? Come on. Come on. (laughs) How much? I don't. What if my wife.
1: She will never listen to this. this. She will never listen to this. Uh, Let's just say it was north of 150. (laughs) Oh, God damn. I would never do it.
0: I probably would, honestly.
1: I was there. John was there. He pressured me. Yeah, I'm sure. And I got to taste a couple special things. Okay. And he's like, so which one are you buying? I was
0: like, (laughs) God. How close was he? I imagine with that conversation, he was like two inches from your face. <laughs> he got real so close at that point. He's like whispering, "How much are you
1: buying?" Yeah,
0: <laughs> and tickles your ear. Like
1: ah, the eighteen. Oh god, I don't know what do I do. Yeah,
0: they already had your card. Mm, he saw you coming a mile away.
1: Yeah, he did. he whined and dined me, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. Yeah.
0: All right, Warren. I tell you what, let's take a break. I need yeah. to get some water. Yes.
1: <laughs> from these. Uh, yeah, we have more
0: strong things. Yeah. Per- up. Like me. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. We're gonna have a couple more spirits from Warren's Scotland trip and uh, get a little information out of him too I think you have a side another side by side you have a, a cool experiment yes. thing
1: we have an interesting techie side-by side for all you people wanting to learn more about the science
0: yeah so hang on everybody this is heads and tails podcast and we'll be right back. Everybody, thanks for sticking with us. We're on the tail end oh. <laughs> of the show here. Warren has three spirits lined up for us. I do. Tell us a little bit about these here, bro. All
1: right. Uh, so the first two are from uh, two of the three distilleries from the Campbelltown region. Um, Springbank and uh, the, the other one is Kilkirin. Is the, the brand of Spirit, but the distillery yeah. is Glen Goyne Distillery, but they can't bottle the whiskey as Glen Goyne because in the who knows how many year lapse that the distillery was shut down, someone else came up with a Glen Goyne whiskey brand label.
0: Oh, okay. And so they didn't want to
1: buy it back when they opened up the distillery again. Weird. So that seems is, weird. This is uh, Kilcarran whiskey distilled at Glen Goyne Distillery okay, um and uh what's cool about these two specifically is they their sister distilleries um and actually uh Glenn Goyne was reopened in order to save the Campbelltown region as a as a, a fifth whiskey region, oh really um, yeah, they were Campbelltown uh about a hundred years ago was the whiskey capital of the world. they had over Gee. forty i believe yeah in this one town, forty distilleries in this one town what happened uh They blame two things: one, prohibition, okay, in the U.S. Right, that hurt Scotland across the board. Okay, and the other is not relying on uh, shipping on boat boat uh, transportation for goods because they were the main the first port into Scotland initially. All right, Um, but once those two things happened, it was easier to make whiskey elsewhere. Sure, Um, and so. uh, It got down to two, these two, uh, or it got down to Springbank and Glen Scotia. And the whiskey organization, like the National Whiskey Organization is like, hey, we're just going to lump you in with the Highlands. And they're like, well, the Lowlands only has three. So if we get a third one here, can we keep it? And they're like, well, I guess. (laughs) Okay. So the Springbank guys are like, okay, we'll reopen this one that's right next door. Wow. (laughs) And saved the whole Campbelltown region. That's Um, cool. And so it's actually, uh, the the Kilcaran whiskey is actually only made for a very short time like it's like one or two months out of the year yeah while they while springbank shuts down for their silent season where they do a bunch of uh the extensive maintenance and and upkeep on the distillery okay they have the production team go over to the glengoyne distillery and basically make the same product but just using a slightly different still and then they get the kilkaren brand Um,
0: Same product, same everything, just the still is slightly different.
1: Literally the same, down to the same employees doing it.
0: Really? Um, Well, how is it? How is it different? Do you know how it's different? And
1: so the the stills were actually modified to be as as mirror copied as possible, except for the line arm, which is the arm that connects uh, the it's the 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 horizontal arm that connects the pot to the condenser. Okay. And so uh, at Springbank the the arms are level to slightly uh, angled down and at at the the glen distillery they're angled slightly up and
0: so the arm that connects the the from the condenser so that's where uh everything evaporates in the alcohol the
1: pot is where everything evaporates okay yeah
0: well then explain to me what the arm what what function the arm serves, just so, so everybody else...
1: So the, I
0: mean, I know. For the listeners. But yeah, right, for the laymen, for the yes. listeners who don't know.
1: Okay, um, if there's any laymen out
0: there. But I do, so sure. go ahead. Just want to make that abundantly clear.
1: So in the spirit still, you've got the 25 to 30-ish percent alcohol liquid in the bottom. You're heating that up. Yeah. You get the, the alcohol vapors floating up. And the heavier things condensing on the sidewalls and f- dropping back down. And then it's going up. Eventually, the, the vapor has to take a bend about 90 degrees or so. And then it travels over to a condenser that's got cool liquid in it. And that turns that vapor back into a liquid. Okay. The, and so that the arm that connects from where the spirits are still going vertic- vertically to the condenser is called the line arm. I think it's L-Y-N-E.
0: Oh, okay. And so
1: what happens is, it, and the whole time uh, li- the vapor is condensing on the sides of the copper, and so you're getting different compounds doing that. Um, but when you have a, a linearm that's going down or horizontal, that liquid, you get some of that co- condensed liquid that typically is heavier compounds actually mm-hmm. to go make it to the condenser like
0: oils and stuff yeah okay
1: um all right and and phenols and and, and all sorts of things yeah um will make it into the condenser make it into your new make okay if if the the line arms angled up all of those things that are continuing to condense in that last little bit don't go into the condenser they go back into the pot so you're getting okay. a more refined spirit
0: got it okay um,
1: and, and so, so that's
0: the difference between these two.
1: That's the main difference. The main between, difference. Yeah. Sure. There, okay. Anything else is very, very subtle. But, All
0: right. Well, um, now, I'm a, now, now that I'm an expert, Warren, let's right? drink it. Let's drink yeah. it. So what's the first one again?
1: Uh, the first one is Springbank. And so that's the one with the, the, the angle down.
0: Angle uh, down. Springbank. Um, Here we go.
1: And another fun thing about these he guys. peaty. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this one has a, a small amount of peat in it, in both of them. Mm-hmm. Um and these guys actually do their own floor malting in house. So I got to see and while the guy the tour guide wasn't looking, I did I did taste a little bit wow. of it. Wow. Yeah. Um That's very delicious. And they and then they kiln their own malts in house too. And they have three different grain recipes. That's one very no good. Peated, one no peated and then this one I think they do exposed to peat smoke for about six hours or so. Yeah. Um but yeah, the Springbank stuff. I was also very. These guys actually kind of introduced me to the fact that oh, so I do enjoy peat.
0: Sometimes <laughs> you weren't you, know, you weren't a peat guy.
1: I'm not a big. I, going into this, I was not sure because I had only been exper- exposed to the, the Islay scotches, the Freud. the uh, super Art in bag, your face, just in yeah. your face, and, and very like to me, it came across as very iodiney, medicinal, mm-hmm. rubbery.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but this is very subtle. It's yes. a very subtle. So- I mean, I shouldn't say very subtle. It's not heavy-handed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It matches very, very well. It's I see it's for distillery visitors only. Right. So that's you must feel special.
1: Well, so do I. I mean, I'm breaking the rules by letting you have some. <laughs> well, uh, with your
0: with your tails worn, I feel like I've made. I feel like <laughs> oh, I was there. Yeah. So it's I'm fun.
1: transporting you. Uh,
0: no, that's very good. It's it's peaty, a little peppery, mm, but very soft malt. Like all of that mm, back yeah. end is super soft and 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 just pillowy almost, yeah. which is a very weird. Um, matchup or juxtaposition, I guess of the of the peat. Yeah, it's very different.
1: Yeah, Springbank was one that you can find over here, at least here in California. Oh, okay, you can find them quite a bit, um, but I had never had them before and. I am definitely a fan and have picked up a bottle or two of them since I've been back. Um,
0: Where do you get it? You can get it like Monument
1: stuff? Like uh, yeah. Uh, a Total Wine has Really? Them. Yeah. Wow, okay. Um,
0: All right. Look at you, dude.
1: And uh, yeah. Uh, and these guys. Um, I like that a lot. These guys are one of the few. It was really cool. They let us taste the wash straight out of the fermenter. Oh, nice. Like, That's just, cool. Took the sample. I forget. I forget they call it a dog, maybe. Mm-hmm. They just dropped the sample.
0: It seems like a, it seems like <laughs> a, that would be something that the Scots would call a dog. Mm-hmm. It, it just seems like the term for <laughs> a, a tube thing like for that. Taking a sample? Right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know why. Yeah,
1: um, and we got to taste the fermenting wash right out of. The, How was it? it? It was fine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had other ones that I enjoyed better. All right, on so the that's tour. fair. That's fair. Um, but it makes this, and so. It's worth it. And it's worth it. Um, All right.
0: And then what's the second one And here? so
1: this one is, uh, is the, the Kilcarran. Kilcarran. Um, and so this
0: is the the line angled up. up. All right. Correct. Well, already on the nose, there's the butterscotchy kind of thing happening that uh, it's not as peaty as the spring bank.
1: Correct. It's still there a little bit.
0: It's still there a little bit, yeah. but it, it's almost like those heavier oils and stuff are... I don't know, representing in a different way. They're representing mm. as butter scotch. Yeah. And it's not letting the peat through? I don't know if well, that makes I, sense. Well,
1: I won't taint your opinion of the don't taste. Don't do that. But don't do that. I have a, a comment on that.
0: Um, Wow. The mouth feels very different. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me for, like, speaking with a mouthful, but... <laughs> It's, it's very different. It's it's um, oily. It's creamy. Not oily. It's not creamy. It's oily. It's um, viscous. It's... Um, wow.
1: To I, me, I, the peat's on the back end in this one. Yes. Whereas right. Whereas in the spring bank, it's up front.
0: It's And I wonder if it is... So would you say that... And forgive me if you explained it already to a third grade education, but me... You know, I'm too. They say geniuses can't understand things the first time, yeah, so I right. must you got be too much in your head. That's right. Thank yeah. you. Um, this one has more. Would you say it would have more of those oils and stuff in it because it's angled up? It would have less.
1: Yeah, less of the tails, like okay. the, the compounds that are in the tails, like which are typically heavier.
0: Because to me, this tastes more oily, and and I think the PD is on the back end, but it's also hotter. And so I wonder if those alcohols. Are reinforcing some of the peat flavor, but this is this is these are light years apart from each other. Yeah, I would never assume that even they were in the same region, (laughs) much less made by the same people on pretty much identical equipment,
1: which is small difference. Wow. Yeah. Uh, To me, the so in the Kilkareen, I would agree with. To me, the alcohol comes across more, which kind of helps it taste. To me, it tastes thinner not as pillowy like you said on the last one yeah um and so to me the tails when you have more of those oils and they end up in the new make those kind of cover and mask the alcohol and make it feel heavier to me anyway yeah um but uh i do appreciate the level of peat in here they do have a peatier whiskey that i haven't gotten to try um but these guys actually, even though they're wow. in uh, Campbelltown, which is kind of on a peninsula on the west side of the island, right? I think you might even be able to see Isla from, from that peninsula in okay. Campbelltown. Okay. Um, these guys get their peat from northern Scotland, inland. So where the peat comes from actually affects what kind of smoky flavor you get. Oh, okay. Which I didn't. Re- I mean, it makes total. Yeah, sense Yeah, it makes sense when someone tells it to you. Right, exactly, yeah. but me being over here, thinking, yeah. oh, all peat tastes the same. But blah,
0: us blah, blah, blah. being geniuses, we As don't we know. Are, we don't notice right, that.
1: Right, exactly. And so it's like, oh, okay. And so after going there and and kind of asking different places that do some peated whiskies, yeah. where they get their peat from, I was noticing that, yeah, when the peat comes from inland, I do actually enjoy small to moderate amount, but when it's hosted close to the ocean you get more brininess and actually they were attributing the briny iodine flavors because you get more seaweed mixed in huh okay uh, and so that's where you can get a lot of that medicinal character from wow and since isla is not a huge island it's all going to be soaked up in there uh, interesting very interesting so yeah but yeah i really enjoyed both of these
0: uh, yeah i you know what if you if you put a gun to my head and told me to pick my favorite i don't think i could do it
1: Oh yeah. Because they vi- I have this gun right here. <laughs>
0: no, no. <laughs> I mean uh um yeah, dude. I, I think they're they're each one is different in its own right. Mhm. For different reasons they're both great.
1: Yeah. And and the Kilkerran was actually the bottle I did buy a a, a distillery only bottle there and it turns out it actually had just come out a couple of days before I was there. Okay. They, uh, the distillery has been producing, I think for some, it's just over 15 years. Yeah. I think it was like 2003 or something like that. They had just released a 15 year. So it was made in their first year. It was, uh, aged in rum barrels Ooh, and they didn't have any to taste. And actually no one in the tasting room had had it yet. Okay. And I was like, I had bought like one of the first bottles out of the first case that they had opened. Oh, nice. Um, I haven't opened it yet. Okay. Um, All right which is why it isn't here yet. <laughs> or isn't here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I got uh, two different rum barrel finished scotches while I was over there. Interesting. Um, yeah, and so these they're they're doing some creative stuff over there, too.
0: Well, you know, in round two of this, Warren, I haven't told uh, you about it, but our second show, you're going to bring it. Oh, the other stuff. And <laughs> all of the be, unopened
1: bottles? Yeah. The distillery-only bottles? Yeah,
0: you know, have a little party, Warren. Okay. What about this third one here? This, so this is the third and last one.
1: Yes. Uh, this is... A blend you will only get in this bottle. No, (laughs) why is that? Because I actually made it.
0: Wow. Um, I feel very special and somehow not.
1: (laughs) Well, wait till you taste it, then you can decide.
0: All right. Um, Where'd you go
1: for this? This is from uh, Glenfiddich.
0: Okay, is that how you say it? Because I always say Glenfiddich because I'm a Westerner.
1: Yeah, Glenfiddich. Glenfiddich. To me, I'm pretty sure there's some inconsistencies with their pronunciation of different uh, (laughs) uh, letter configurations okay um yeah glenn fiddick um there was one so i'm going to spell it for you thank you i'll give you the first word the genius version. okay the next word is spelled g a r i o c h gerloch close okay glenn geary
0: that's geary yep <laughs> <laughs> There's no CH
1: in Geary. There's no O in Geary. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Ga- gary? Geary. That's uh, weird, dude. Yeah.
1: Um, Gaelic is weird. Yeah. Um, and actually, it's Gaelic.
0: No, that's right. Because I do the Irish that.
1: speak Gaelic.
0: Right. Well, because Gosh. the gals over there are real oh, important. No, oh, no,
1: man. man. Um, but anyway, this is Glenfiddich. They actually have a, a Solera whiskey that's actually a blend of. Uh, Bourbon barrel-aged uh, whiskey, sherry barrel-aged whiskey, yeah. and then they actually do some uh, virgin oak oh, barrel-aged wow. whiskey, and then they blend all three of those into a, a massive vat. They've got two massive vats, and then they'll bottle it. They'll bottle, I think, about just over half, and then they refill yeah. them back up. So that's kind of like the Solera reference. Okay, um, and so. Uh, They they actually do this fun little thing where they give you a taste of their Solera blend that you can buy. Yeah. And they give you the individual components. Okay of the three of those three. Yeah. And they're like, you can try to copy our blend, like guess what it is. Yeah. And they they'll tell you. Oh, cool. Or you can make your own.
0: And you probably opted to make your own. Well, that's what i would have
1: done i did i ended up doing that because just going through like smelling and tasting the digital samples yeah i just like is it blah 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 and they're like yeah (laughs) and i was like okay then i'm gonna make my own (laughs) well leave it to Warren and suck all the fun out of (laughs) any situation i only ruined it for two other people that were on that particular section Uh, only two people out of how many well, it was, just the tr- it was just three Okay, so you the room. Ruined, it ruined it for everybody. I ruined it for the whole room <laughs> except you the go. tour guide. That's yeah. what I want to get to. Yeah. You
0: ruined it for everybody. I
1: mean, if everybody's two people, I'm fine with
0: it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Were anyway, they like, oh, oh.
1: Yeah, I let them go okay. first.
0: All right. Well, at least you
1: did that. Yeah. See? So I'm not that big of an asshole. Yeah. Let's
0: not go that far. So this Don't is tell my... yourself short, Warren.
1: No. <laughs> There's room for growth. Yeah. So this is my custom blend. Okay. Um... It's thirty five percent sherry, fifty percent bourbon, and fifteen percent new oak. Thirty
0: five percent sherry, jeez, mm-hmm. look at you.
1: Yeah, I, I like that it. Sherry, I think yeah. it's pretty
0: good. It's yeah. not too bad. Yeah, man, I think maybe. My, um, well, I mean, look. If I would have done it, I don't think it would have gone that heavy on the sherry because it is. It's sort of a heavy spirit, but I do like the how the oaks play together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you did a very good job on that.
1: So I think.
0: The without I, tasting, I, I like how I'm judging. Without, <laughs> without tasting the, the the initial know. three whiskeys, yeah. I have no idea what they taste like. You probably could have done uh, the exact right thing. I would have done, but but you would have done it better. I can only critique this. <laughs> right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do it.
1: Yeah, and and so to me, the reason I went heavier on the sherry was because the the straight bourbon was just very mm. butterscotchy sweet. Yeah, and so I was using the the sherry and the new oak because the new oak was very tannic heavy as it you'd expect sure yeah in fresh oak yeah um i was using the sherry and the oak to kind of try to fight that sweet butterscotch marshmallow character tone it down yeah um and then i came up with this well, after, after sampling for science about two ounces well, you have to, i yeah. had to make a decision and this is this is what we ended up with. came with I like it. Yeah.
0: Well, good job. And uh, what distillery was that again? Glenfiddich? Glenfiddich. Yeah. Right.
1: They're, they might be the biggest pot distillery over there.
0: Well, they're in the weed game, too? That's messed <laughs> up, dude.
1: Right. Yeah. Hey, got to get those pens somehow.
0: Well, I appreciate um, that you went over there for science, for
1: us, for this yes. show. I hope it was a write-off. I appreciate it also. <laughs> you can write it off. Yeah. You know, I'm, for the show. I'm writing it off, but mm-hmm. I've heard that you also need to make money. In order for write-offs to matter.
0: Well, not necessarily. I think if you do it on a hobby level, I think uh-huh. you can write off hobbies. Okay. I
1: think. I don't um, know. Tax, okay. Tell your local tax person. <laughs> Just a local tax person?
0: No, your local oh, tax local person. Tax. Your tax person. That's me. It's TurboTax.
1: Oh. <laughs> but I'll make sure that he knows. R.I.P., dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that was good stuff, man. Yeah. I really appreciate you... Uh, working on all that uh, presentation and, and yeah. bringing these whiskeys in, man, they were good stuff.
1: Yeah. No problem. Yeah.
0: Hopefully our listeners out there found a couple new places to get to and a couple new brands to try and yeah, all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. I know that I did. And for if sure. you
1: need a good spot for fish and chips, yes, there are a couple that I would highly recommend. Okay. Let's go. Uh, actually one of the better ones, I'm not going to put them in order cause that's real hard. Mm. They're all so good. Okay. Um, But uh, McLeod's, right in the middle of Inverness, downtown Inverness. All right, it's a fish and fish and chips shop. They call them takeaways, takeaways to go, right or or takeout. Yeah, yeah, take away. Right. Uh, There's the simple fish and chip shop. You just walk in, standing room only. Take your stuff and get out. Get the heck out of my store! Right, I got it. Um, and then uh, there was a place called. the Bay Fish and Chips. Okay. They were in Stonehaven, kind of on the west coast, down by Aberdeen, I think, area. Um, they actually had a sign saying that they were voted best in Scotland very recently, like a year or two ago. I feel like uh, it's a, a pretty good honor. I, 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 it's There's a lot of competition there. Right. They, they do their fish and chips. Okay. Um, and then, shit, what was this? Oh, there we go. Uh, the third one was the Trawler. The Trowler. Trowler? Okay. Is that how you'd say it? I think. I don't know.
0: Let me look at your spelling. The tr- uh, The Trowler. Yeah, like, trowler. A, like, a, like a fish trawler, Yeah, like, like tr- you're trawling yeah. for
1: fish. I think yeah. it's a trowler. Um, no, I don't know. And they're up in Gillespie, which is on the, the East Coast, kind of um, up by, up by uh, Clyde... Klein Leash. I think I was coming back from there, their okay. distillery when I stopped by there. But, yeah, they have a, a to-go, takeaway, sorry. Right, yes, take-away. come on,
0: Morn, let's go.
1: And they actually had a sit-down place with a little fireplace and everything oh. else, so was quite nice.
0: A sit-here and a takeaway. Yeah, exactly. Love it. I love it, dude. Sounds good. Well, again, man, thank you very much for sharing that. It was uh, some good stuff. And uh, for those of you wanting more information like this, check out all of our other pods on thebrewingnetwork.com. Or a session, or a what? Casts. Cat Oh,
1: we do have casts? I thought we do both. Oh, I don't know what we do. Oh, okay.
0: Anyway, check them out. We got a whole bunch of information for you. Some good stuff coming up um, I think, maybe, you know, in the future. Hopefully. We'll see. And, um, you know, like that.
1: Give us an optimistic review on what you think we might do on iTunes.
0: That's true. And if you have any suggestions or if you are a distillery and you want to be on the show, you can email Beardy At thebrewingnetwork.com. There we go. Or jp at thebrewingnetwork.com. Or both of us. Or neither of us. Who cares? Preferably not the last one. That's true. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and we'll see you later. Bye.